getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us this morning with Chris Need and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Jamie is uh, out this week, but uh, he'll be back. Good Lord willing, the creek don't rise on um, on Monday. So I don't know. I, I would highly doubt he's monitoring us. So uh, if you have any uh, special shenanigans that you'd like, um, let me let me know. Hey, I saw this last night, uh, Sneed, yes. and, and I thought I thought of you because you you at one point in time, much like much like your Ranger fandom, okay, you at one point in time big NASCAR fan, right? Yeah, big NASCAR fan. Um, what has happened to this sport? I see last night that Denny Hamlin gets uh, DQ'd from yeah. a race that he won, and the runner-up Kyle Busch. DQ'd mm-hmm. after post-race inspection of their cars turned up rules violations. They are Joe Gibbs racing teammates, both stripped of their results. Uh, their cars are going to be further inspected. Um, and uh, I guess there could still be could still be an appeal uh, to this. Uh, meanwhile, Chase Elliott uh, becomes the third place to first place uh, winner. Uh, but this again can be appealed. Why? Why is this? Why is this so difficult? Has NASCAR? They've gotten away from their roots, right? Uh, yeah, they, they have one hundred percent lost their way in terms of uh, of uh, their history. I mean, it's NASCAR has gotten so corporate. I mean, NASCAR has always been, but it's always um, been corporate. It's, it's always been corporate. But the corporate entities that that got behind NASCAR knew and understood what NASCAR was. And so they didn't have a problem with two racers getting out and throwing helmets at each other and fighting in the in the in pit lane. That was part of it. That was or part the, of it. Or the and, smoking hot trophy yeah, girl and they're exactly. they're doing a full on lip grab. That was that was net with you know, a with a you, with a beer in one hand, a cigarette in the other hand and a you and then grabbing onto you, the trophy yeah, girl with the other. You when you won the race, you got out of it, you <laughs> chugged your beer and you swapped spit with that girl. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I mean it, it was all accepted and it was too. all acceptable i mean it was it was hey it was we would look forward to seeing that kiss i mean that girl put on the extra red lipstick sure she did right and got that lipstick all over that and guy super tight dress the and whole that, deal. you know and that guy's wife that, that girl got a kiss before that guy's wife did right you know so and everyone knew it and that, it was it, and it was blue collar it was, and it, and it well, was well it was it was southern it was blue collar um it was i mean it it, it is what it was and yeah, give me, you, give me your, give me your yell as they would go around with their beer in their hand. Woo! <laughs> and they'd wait and they'd drink that beer on the back stretch. Here it comes again. Woo! Right, right, right. Let's go, Dale. Right, and 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 the and the the. The tickets were affordable for the for the family of eight. You could take you everybody. <laughs> you pay two bucks a person. You go sit in the grandstands. It, it became corporate. It became about selling T-shirts. It became about selling race jackets. It became about um, sweets and, yeah, and, and yeah. close-in seats. You know, and, and, and it, it became it, when it became about making sure that guys in suits approved of what was going on, as opposed to guys in overalls. Mm-hmm. It lost its way. And you know, I mean, you had that was, guy that was working six days a week, and on Sunday he'd go to Talladega. And that's exactly in and the they, in the Winnebago. You yeah, know? and and you know what? And he'll be back there at Talladega to watch the sprint cars next week, and to watch the midgets and the and the and the one fifties, and he and all those things. But here's the here's the thing. Uh, 
NASCAR used to be sponsored by tobacco companies, mm -hmm. beer companies, Winston, uh, you Skull, know, you whatever. Know, auto, auto, you know, parts dealer. Now it's, you know, it's it's M and M's, it's insurance companies, it's you know, it's, it's stuff, dot com companies, it's dot coms, and and these guys, they don't hunt, they don't have the history. All they see is that they they get to see their logo everywhere. You know, and it drives around in a circle. And, then, and know, that was always the beautiful thing about it is, you know, they'd, they'd interview, you know, Dale. And he'd say, well, I'd like to thank, you know, STP, you know, the STP 500, you know, well, blah, blah. And he'd, he'd they list off about 15 they sponsors. They didn't do that. once. He'd get out of the car. He would thank his teammates. Now you get out of the car and you got to thank oh, the, the, the blankety-blank.com. No, no, we were such a great team today. And no, 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 mm -hmm. we want to thank our sponsors. And, you know, he's sitting there and, he, and he's, he's holding his Coca-Cola while he's doing just this. Right. You know, he's just, got his just right. Hat. You got to make sure that you that your Coca-Cola is facing the right way, and then you got to drink it on air during your interview. You know, it's it's not it's not what it used to be. And the cars you know, the cars have gotten so sophisticated that that you have these problems with you know the inspection because well, the boilerplate is this. I mean, exactly. it used to be those stock cars. I mean, they looked like stock cars. They they used to look like stock cars. And and you know the other thing is that it was it was a, a truly American thing. You know, it was it was Ford, it was Chevy, it was Dodge. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it's Ford, it's Chevy, it's Dodge. And Dodge gets out of it. Toyota's in it. Okay. All right. And but here's the thing, they're all running the same engine. Right. I mean, the only thing it about, was the body style. It's a body style. It was, it was the Monte Carlo, or it was the <laughs> yeah, Ford LTD, or it was the same. Chassis. It was the Dodge Challenger, I mean, yeah. or whatever. I mean, the Plymouth. it really was Ford versus Chevy versus Dodge, and now they're all. I mean, there's. There's probably, I mean, I, I don't know how many engine makers there are out there, but there's probably about two or three, maybe four, that are all making the same engines for everybody. Maybe some of these crews are making their own engines. But, I mean, the, uh, I mean, it's. It's just gotten too it's, sophisticated. It's, you know, and. and They've like, lost their, their Like lost their all way. other sports with this, and, and, and here we are. I'm, I'm about to, you know, bite the hand that feeds me here. You know, the, the over, there's too much talk about it. I mean. I don't need to know about side draft and down draft and all that stuff. All I want to know is that Billy Joe's car is faster than Bubba's car. And we and want to see a little rubbing and racing. I want to see some rubbing and racing. Yeah. I want to see Daryl Waltrip and and, uh, and and Bobby Allison get side by side, the pass and the grass. And I want to see those guys get out there. Yeah. And I want to see those guys uh, drop F-bombs on each other and the, as they drive it's, around it's, victory lane. It's, it's too clean. Yeah, it, it absolutely it's, it's It's antiseptic. Yeah. It's it's you expect that from Indy, right? You expect that from Indy. Yeah. You expect that from the Formula One cars, uh, but you 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 expect with the with the stock cars with the NASCAR, you always expect it a little nasty. You you a hundred percent expect it to be a little bit nasty, and and you got and, they've gotten and, away. And from now that. it's gotten away from it. You don't you don't see these guys. I mean, hey, I love a I love a fight in the pits. Oh, I love yeah. seeing a guy get out of his car and have the swinging. cameras, you know, uh, swinging. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see Mike Joy follow a guy with a camera. You know, Chrissy Konamaki walking down there with this, <laughs> yeah, right. walking down with a camera, with trying to interview huge somebody. Microphone. Yeah, yeah, huge, <laughs> a huge microphone. Walking over there and tell him what's so -so. without his fire suit on. But so and so, so and so put me in the wall, and I see when I see that sob, I'm going to get that guy, and I want to. He's going to remember me. Chris Economaki. Yeah. I mean, those are the those are the days of NASCAR. I mean, I used to get out of church, you know, and in this time of the year, it would be Dallas Cowboys in the fall mm -hmm. and NASCAR in the spring, man. Yeah, the Great American Race, February fourteenth, around that time, you would get out, and now it's just, you know, I can't remember the last time I watched the race. It's it's in stages. Yeah. It's first quarter, fourth quarter. You know, you can win this stage, 
and still lose the race. They just got, they've just gotten away from I don't, it. I don't just, even understand how you win a race anymore. Yeah. I thought it was you start the race, and the first guy to get 500 miles won. First guy to get, yeah, if you get to 500, won. Yeah. And now, well, he won the first stage and the third yeah. stage, so he's going to get the, you know. But, yeah, he, he came too, across and he gave too, him the trophy. It's too complicated. Yeah. I it's mean. Too, it's too complicated. All right. Uh, I just wanted to get your take yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, you, I'm sorry. You, I mean, no, that, no. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with. I completely agree with what you're, with what you're saying. There. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how much. Uh, yeah, I mean, how, it's, it's crazy how complicated we have made sports in general. I mean, you look at college football and the realignment stuff. You look at uh, what's going on with the with the whole transfer policy, where you can transfer a million times and there's no penalty at all you yeah. you look at um uh, i find this laughable you know tennessee's under investigations there's like 16 violations 18 18 violations and sixty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars that yeah. seems like nothing today. i mean that's i mean that's like hey that's like a weekend tip for a recruit coming oh, in I'm, I'm thinking don't we have some guys over at our place that are making that to play for us this year yeah, or you, more yeah you got you got 125 guys on scholarship making 25 grand each so, or whatever the number is, maybe it's eighty-five. What, and that's fine. Yeah. And you got a basketball team that's filled with six-figure guys. Meanwhile, the NCAA and the Gumshoes are going after Tennessee for pass violations. I, I do like eighteen, at, and it's sixty grand. I, I do like the fact that they uh, there was a tweet this weekend that said, "Under Jeremy Pruitt, sixteen wins, eighteen violations, nineteen losses." <laughs> <laughs> And, and of course, I, they're blaming that, Phil Fulmer for that too, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, I'm, Jeremy Pruitt was not one of my favorite coaches to coach for. I'm gonna say that real quick. You mean the referee for? Officiate for. Officiate for. Yeah. Was he not so friendly on the sideline? Not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's not the coach anymore? Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. On the Morning Drive, time for this day in sports history. Today is July the 25th, 2022. We missed, I missed St. Swithin's Day. It was July the 15th. You also missed Apollo Day. July the 20th. Yeah. You also missed my birthday. I sent I, you a text for your happy birthday. I know you did. I'm just All right. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I kid, and, and, and Jeff said it. I thank you. Here with uh, this day in sports history is uh, George Christopher Sneed. All right. Today is uh, July 25th, year of our Lord, 2022. That is right. We are all going to make it. All right. On this date, Chuck, mm-hmm. 1941, 41-year-old Lefty Grove wins his 300th and final MLB game. Wow. As the uh, Boston Red Sox defeat. We may Indians. never see anybody. Not even close. Get to 300 Not wins. even close. I think in our lifetimes. Not, not in our lifetimes again. And I think after that, the, the standard's going to be probably maybe 200 games. 200, yeah. Yeah. I think there's somebody, I think Zach Grinke's close to 250. Yeah. Uh, that that might be it. For, but that might be it. Yeah. Uh, 1949, St. Louis Cardinals stand the man usual. Hits for the cycle, beating Brooklyn 14 to 1. Okay. All right. 1961, Roger Maris hits home runs 37, 38, 39, and 40. In a doubleheader. Goodness. Yeah. He's a pretty good year he had. All right, 1978. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati Reds, Pete Rose, sets a National League record for hitting in 38 consecutive games. Are you softening on Pete Rose at all? I never, I never hardened on him. Okay. I've yeah. got a Pete Rose story for you today. Yeah. I mean, we, get, we let, we let uh, liars, cheaters, racists, all this. I mean, the, the guy, you know, yeah, he bet on baseball, but he bet on his team to win. So, 
I'm not a big fan of it, but you know, still, you know, we let uh, we let drug users in, we let uh, PED users in, you know. So, all right, 1990, Kansas City Royal George Brett's, uh, you could say, was inspired by Stan Musial for hits, and he hits for the cycle. Mm. But we overshadowed by Roseanne Barr singing the national anthem at a Reds versus Padres game, <laughs> where she grabbed her crotch and spit. Oh my God! Yeah. It was just awful. That chick could not get out of her own way. Still can't. Still can. All right, 1992, the 25th Olympic Games opened in Barcelona, Spain. Uh, this is with the uh, uh, opening ceremonies with the guy with the bow and arrow. The bow and arrow, the best the lighting best. ever. I don't know. Muhammad Ali, for me, was the best lighting ever. Uh, that was the most inspirational. This one was the best. That was In terms of theatrics, that was the best. I mean, because yes. they had they had, this, what, they had the six guys down there, all with their bows and arrows, and none of them knew which one was going to do it, and they walked over and said, you, and he... Pulls it back and whoosh. Yeah, I, I love that. And that would almost inspire Did you not me. know that? I, I didn't. No, no, no. There, there was like six guys down there. And they had them all lined up there and they walked over and they said, you. I, I couldn't have told you that if that okay. were the. That is a fact. Google it. All right. Uh, 1999, 86 Tour de France. Lance Armstrong wins first of seven consecutive Tour de France titles, but was later disqualified for being a lying, dirty cheater. But in, is it just me or. That um, that event has fallen off uh, the radar. Uh, once again, um, it's I don't I don't know if it's lost its way, but there's no there's no storyline. I mean, it, it's you know they 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 banged down Lance Armstrong because he was the dirty American, but they're all doping, and they just got tired of him winning, and and you know and shame on Greg LeMond for for selling out uh, his fellow American because he uh, uh, because he was jealous of him winning more now. Lance Armstrong turned out to be an awful person, as we as we learn later on. Yeah. By the way, uh, Justin Verlander right now the active leader in wins two thirty nine. Zach Greinke two twenty two. Max Scherzer one ninety six. Clayton Kershaw one ninety two. Adam Wainwright one ninety. David Price one fifty five. I don't think anyone's going to get close to three hundred. No. Uh, I don't. I don't either. I mean, Verlander what? He's thirty eight. So I mean he's so I mean in order for them to do that he's got to win thirty games for like but, but, five more years. But you just think of it, okay? After after no Wainwright, the top five, Wainwright is fifth with one ninety. Number six is David Price with one fifty five. He probably won't get to two hundred. Yeah. Nor will Cueto. Nor will Baumgartner. Nor nor maybe guys Jared don't Cole. have the longevity of career that they used to have. No, that, I mean you know no one Ryan pitching into his forties. Guys like that with getting the three hundred wins. You know, they're, they're pitching late into their careers. And so, all right. There's uh, only 17 guys right now that have 100, 100 or more wins yeah, career-wise. Yeah, yeah. Active. 2021, the USA men's basketball see their 25-game Olympic, Olympic winning streak in. They were beaten by France, 83-76, in a first-round match in Tokyo. That's criminal. Ah, uh, well, it's because we, once again, you know. A bunch of guys didn't want to play. Yeah, and we, I think they went back to the college guys that year. Isn't that what they did? Uh, in 2021, they went back to the, the uh, it's like the Mitch, Mitch college guys. Somebody on, on the chat line will tell us. Uh, it's National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Where are you on the Hot Fudge Sunday? Uh, I'm, I'm, if I'm going to an ice cream store, that's probably 10th on the thing that I would order. What What's first? Uh, strawberry milkshake with vanilla ice cream and real strawberries. Okay. I ain't mad at you. Um, I would have a banana split before I would have that. So I would have a strawberry Sunday before I would have a, a hot fudge Sunday. I, I I'm gonna have a hot fudge Sunday. Banana splits are overrated. I'm gonna, I'm just I'm just 
I would tell you a milkshake. Or I would tell you a milkshake. Uh, yeah. Uh, born on this day, still alive, Matt LeBlanc, 55. Born on this day, Alvin Kamara. Still alive. Still alive. Born on this day, Billy Wagner. Okay. 51 years old. Born on this day, former Red Raider wide receiver and good friend, Rodney Blackshear. Okay, nice. Yeah. Where is he now? Uh, yeah. Is he back in Dallas? <laughs> yeah, Rodney Blackshear is actually, he's in Dallas, uh, but he's this year coaching... Um, He's coaching a semi-pro indoor football team in Arkansas this, this until the fall. And he's coaching in Dallas as well. All right. Uh, born on this day, uh, former national putt-putt champion, Gary Reed. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday to Gary. Um, local volleyball official. And, uh, and he's coach. also a golf coach over at uh, yeah. Lubbock Christian High School. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and this is a personal one here. Uh, born on this day, good friend of mine, cancer survivor, Kenneth Pruitt. Okay. In Atlanta, Georgia right now. Glad to... Glad to I'll uh, say happy birthday to her. Uh, down on this day, still dead. Ben Hogan, American golfer, nine-time major winner, U.S. Masters winner twice, 51 and 53, had a stroke at age 84. And on this day, oh, sorry, also dead on this day, still dead, uh, in 2020, Lou Henson. Lou Do. Lou Do, that's right. Uh, former yeah. Illinois coach. Who, and New Mexico State coach. And New Mexico State coach, but Lou Do could never get him over the top. Mm-hmm. He always had some kind of malfeasance that took place with his uh, coaching at, at uh, in the tournament, especially. All right. And on this day in, in history, history, in 1969, I was about four days old, five mm-hmm. days old, six days old when he said this. President Richard Milhouse Nixon announces that henceforth the United States will expect its Asian allies to tend to their own military defense. The Nixon, the Nixon doctrine, as the president's statement came to be known, clearly indicated his determination to Vietnamize, Vietnamize. Vietnamize the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, figure it out. We are getting out of Dodge, y'all. <laughs> y'all better figure it out. I was, uh, yeah, I was born. Uh, what was uh, your birthday? The 19th. I was so born the day before they landed on the moon. Day before they landed on the moon. Yep, I was yeah. 19 days late. My mom was hating me right then. But so. And that, my friends, is this day in sports. All right, 6.53 this morning. Here this morning on the morning drive. Uh, this. Chuck's really a weird eating kind of guy. Hot fudge sundaes are delicious. Okay. I, I just, I like, uh, I like chocolate syrup on my ice cream. I would prefer, uh, I like the. Wait a second, uh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Not, not the hot, not the hot okay. fudge. Okay. Just regular chocolate syrup. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go hot fudge. Okay. Jeff, are you a hot fudge? Yes. Yeah. Okay. With the. Like the I'm peanut a fan butter of parfait, all kind of? versions of chocolate and ice cream. Uh, same, because you know the hot fudge kind of melts the ice cream, and you kind of get that little chocolatey vanilla soupy um, stuff down there, and I'm kind of slurp it up. You almost can't add chocolate in any of its forms, including in the ice cream mm-hmm. itself, and I will not enjoy it. Chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip, mm-hmm. Dutch chocolate, milk chocolate, chocolate fudge. Uh, I'm gonna come up weird. Name kind a of chocolate a, that goes with ice cream. I'm in. I'm I'm kind of a weird ice cream flavor guy. I'm Rocky like, Road, uh, which is I'm not a fan of the Rocky stuff. Road. I'm not a fan of that either. I'm, I'm a uh, coffee, yeah, ice cream. I like mm, Jamo- yeah. Jamocha almond fudge. Yeah, the Jamocha. Yeah, fudge. butter I'm pecan. In. Yeah, I'm not a butter pecan. Not a. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a butter. My dad got me on the butter pecan. Butter My dad pecan. was a butter pecan guy. Yeah. And it, I mean, made me a butter pecan guy. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in on. I'm not in on that. And then I'm just straight up vanilla. Okay, straight up vanilla. French vanilla, do you like it too? I, I love it in my coffee. Okay. Uh, somebody is listening from Wichita, Kansas this morning. Thank you for listening hey. on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. 
on the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. There you go. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us this morning with Chris Need and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Chris in for uh, Jamie uh, this week. He's out for a few days, so that'll be good for uh, Jamie to get a little R&R. At least we hope that's what he's doing. Who knows? Who knows what he's doing? He may have I he bet. may have won the lottery, and we may never see him again. I I, I, now, if Jamie won the lottery, and he said to me, you will never see me again, okay. uh, with the exception for Texas Tech uh, baseball broadcasts, I would believe him. I mean, you could not believe me. I mean, give me $785 million, <laughs> and you will never see me again. Never see me again. No, I, I bet you whatever Jamie's doing, it involves a tennis racket and or hiking. No doubt. No, no doubt. All right. Um, cactus. Talk to me, Goose. What, uh, <laughs> what's, what's your take on, what's your take on I, all this? I, you know, I want to, I want to thank TCU's athletic director and their, uh, strength and, and conditioning. Strength and, no, no, their, their, recruiting, their recruiting coordinator, recruiting coordinator yeah. for galvanizing us against you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, we, I don't know who's I don't know who's the dumber the dumber person in this situation, the athletic director for you know getting into a Twitter battle with a with a tech fan. Stupid. That's just or not smart. Or the recruiting coordinator. I, he I don't think he intended to get into a Twitter battle, but just trying to to poo poo the the Matador uh, Club initiative. And I, I think he he poked the bear mm-hmm. and then stepped right in the poo, and, and I think he's just. I mean, I have never seen anything like this. Um, who who do you think who's who's the one who's responsible for lighting this? I think the, firework. I think display? the I think uh, the AD uh, lit the match. Okay, and um, the the recruiting coordinator. Poured the kerosene on it and then made it a fire. Grease fire. <laughs> it's a freaking or a full on tire fire, man. I just so so. Well, how did this get started? Because I, obviously I was well. I was gone, okay. So, so a couple of weeks back, uh, TCU essentially said, um, you know, their athletic director made some kind of crack about uh, about. They were going to let we Texas Tech take over they, TCU. Yeah, we're not going to let Texas Tech t- fans take over. Uh, Amon Carter Stadium, and he said, "You know, we're not going to sell that as part of you know a, a, just a single game. You can't just buy that ticket." Which generally we have done that. We have here. done the same thing here. So I mean, we have done that for with us, the Texas game. We did that for the A and M. Yeah, game. you. Yeah, when we did Oklahoma that Oklahoma game. Yeah, you got to buy. I remember the Texas three game pack or whatever. Yeah, you're going to get your UMass, your Indiana State, and Texas. Right. Um, and but TCU said. You know, we're not going to sell these individual games for Texas Tech. You're going to have to buy a mini pack, and you can buy any three games. You know, so you could buy Tech, OU, and Oklahoma State. Now, the games are all differently priced, but -hmm. if you wanted to, you could do that. So here's the ridiculous part of this, and 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 this is going to actually come into my question of the day here shortly. It's it's, I, I I don't know that they thought this through, because. They're putting themselves in an awful difficult position here, um, but th- the reality: TCU's athletic director lit this match when he said this, and and uh, Texas Tech came out and and, and kudos to Texas Tech saying, 
you know, you can buy all of our games, you know, and then some, some uh, tech fan tweets him, tweets at their AD, and the AD tweets back, you know, expect the same thing for basketball. And I was like, okay, all right. You know, <laughs> you saw it. I guess what he feels like is that if, if you're going to take over my stadium, you're, you're going to pay to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, Jeremiah Donati? Yes, JD. JD, okay. Well, no, no, he's got a Juris doctor. He's, oh, he's got his Juris yeah, doctor. he's got his, he's he, got his JD. Well, JD, JD. He's not a very smart attorney, okay? Evidently. Because, because generally speaking, attorneys know the answer to the question before they ask it or make or before they make statements. So clearly, uh, he 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 kind of, you know, for anybody that didn't view TCU as necessarily a, your, a rival or that, that one team that you want to beat, because after Oklahoma and Texas leave the Big 12 here in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. I guess the two big targets are, are uh, TCU and... Oklahoma and, State and Oklahoma State, and then Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, in terms of in terms of somebody you really want to beat, because I feel like Oklahoma State, you want to, they're a rival. You want to beat them. I don't think you hate them. TCU? No, Oklahoma State. Uh, I don't I'm, think you, I'm, I'm developing some pretty good sports hate for Oklahoma State. Okay, but I mean, yeah. but generally speaking, if you were going to say sports hate, you would put TCU and Baylor ahead of Oklahoma State. You know, Baylor is your longest standing rivalry. You play them every year since, gosh, '61. I mean, that's the that's the longest standing rivalry you have in the Big Twelve after Texas and Oklahoma leave. Mm-hmm. After, after Texas leaves, um, TCU. Remember that you didn't play those guys for darn near twenty years when yeah. they were in the the WAC Conference USA. Big East. Yeah, Big <laughs> East for a year. I mean, and then they, there was one conference they didn't even play a game in. Right. What was that? I thought there was one conference they didn't even play a game. Oh, in. They, they left and they. Uh, <laughs> They went to the WAC, and then they, they got absorbed into the Mountain West, and then they left Mountain West and went to Conference USA. No, no, they went WAC, Conference USA, Mountain West. And, and then, then Big 12. Big 12. Okay. And um, anyway. Good, I, good for them. You know, it, they, they, basically, they basically put their foot in their mouth. They did. And, and, and now it's, it's kind of blown up, and, and not, not that we need anybody else to rally around because I think – Joy McGuire's done a wonderful job of, of galvanizing, of uniting. How about uniting the fan base? Well, and, and this has galvanized the this, fan and, base. And not only, and I, I say like we kudos, haven't seen in quite some time. Kudos to the athletic department for, I mean, that's just department-wide on board with the, the mm-hmm. consistent messaging across the board. Cactus here, you know, hey, love living out here in our, quote, desert, you know. I think the fan base has all gotten on board with this. And, you know, at first I thought, okay, this is kind of hokey. And then, okay, we're really behind this. And now you're okay. And I don't care if it's somebody, some intern running some, some coach's account. If they're tweeting it and they're putting it out there, you know, it's, it's department-wide. Well, all of a sudden that's become a must-go-to game, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's become – I mean, we went a couple of years ago mm-hmm. – um, for that debacle where we're kicking field goals all over the place, mm. you know, um, you know, and just absolutely serve that game up on a silver platter to TCU. Yeah, one of the one of the nails in the Matt Wells coffin. I'm, I'm sitting there watching this game on the on on my iPad in the locker room at Arkansas, <laughs> getting ready to go back out after halftime. Uh huh. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. We're about to do what? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. We're about to do what? 
Yeah. Uh, Big East. I was right on that. Big East yeah. is the one they didn't play in. Okay. Did not play a game in the Big East. Did not play a game in the Big East. So anyway, you know, we've got Cactus. Who brought the Cactus for the uh, uh, Banjo Bob? Banjo Bob. Banjo Bob. Studio. Yeah. That's right next to the to the helmet. Yeah. Okay. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah. So I mean, this weekend I went to Rio Doso for uh, Red Ridge at the races, and mm-hmm. on the way out of town, I, you know, I was, you know, you pass by all the little places you can get the bears and the stuff like that, and I. I saw a cactus over there, and I, I tangented it off to the road and bought me a cactus. Bought you a cactus. Yeah, little little metal cactus. Little metal cactus. All yeah. right, so you don't have to water it or anything. Not that cactus need very much water. No. No. See some so, cactus facts or something like that. You know, that should be something that requires. So anyway, reading. I I I think this is I think it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, obviously everybody's kind of gotten into it. It's kind of bridged the gap. You know, of, of football season here. And, well, you know, if, if between kind of what what's been taking place in the month of July, you know, from the from the high of, you know, the end of you know summer and or end of spring football and, you know, baseball season and kind of here we are getting ready for fall camp. Here's and all the that question: kind of the question though, there is, does this become the, you know, the the branding of thirteen nothing onto the cow that the UT Longhorns turned into Bevo? Does that turn something like into that type of university-wide acceptance embracement and where you see some sort of a cactus you know emblazoned onto everything that we do is that what you know does it does it have that kind or is this just a one year we're going to get it you know we made our point and now we're going to go away that's the question i have and you know i i you know and that wasn't the question of the day, but um, you know, it, it could be a secondary question of the day because I'd be curious to see, is this something that the university embraces long-term or is this just a one year, here's our middle finger, we'll show you. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess I look at it from the standpoint that I think this thing will kind of filter, filter out and then it'll, it'll explode again for the TCU game. Well, I mean, it's, it's almost like, you know, like, the, like the Ole Miss Land Sharks. Mm-hmm. You know, that became, you know, it was a football thing that became a university thing. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a thing down at Ole Miss now. That's a thing down at Ole Miss. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Red Raider two guns before we get to the question of the day says is Chuck not a fan of the cactus? Yes, I am. I just um, I just was trying to be devil's advocate just a little bit and just kind of just kind of get everybody's take on it and and I was just curious about you know a couple of things and uh, because uh, I was been out of town so I've not been totally following this um, but I've just I'm fascinated by uh, the galvan- galvanization of it. Somebody on the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line said this. Uh, it'll be more like the semi-temporary pirate stuff from the leech years. Um, um, I don't know about that. I I don't. I, I don't know. It might I, be bigger. It it, it, could, it could be bigger. Well, because it, this is not that this was is, big though. This is not tied to a coach. One, one of ours. It's tied to something that was done to us. Yeah, and they did it to all of us. Yeah. So and you know, I get this from uh, on the Sneed line here. Um, a local pizza place has the desert pizza. Is that right? <laughs> then, yeah. It's uh, olive oil, pepperoni, smoked bacon, tomatoes, jalapenos, and, of course, 
Cactus. Cactus. On yeah. your pizza. On your pizza. All right. I guess it's edible. Your uh, question for me, Mr. Sneed. All right. Um, since uh, um, Jeremiah Donati, J.D., mm-hmm. um, is, is very uh, butthurt about Texas Tech fans coming, um, and he's going to ensure that if you want to buy a Texas Tech ticket, you have to buy two other games as well. Right. Um, Texas Tech fans seem to be embracing his, his request. Okay. So if you ask me, what would hurt TCU more mm-hmm. for, for Texas Tech fans to do? I have a, I have a def, definite answer to this. There's a def, for me, it's a definite right answer. Um, to buy the Texas Tech game and then buy OU and, and OSU and sell those to the OSU and OU fans and fill the stadium with those fans as well as, as Texas Tech fans for those three games, or to buy them those same games um, and uh, not use them at all and deprive them of concession, parking, and all the extra dollars that go with it. I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, honest with you. I don't think they care about having butts and seats. Uh, yeah, they should. Because I, I, I think you would, if you would ask, uh, I think uh, Kirby Hocutt and and Robert Giovanetti and and uh, um, all the people over in athletics would tell you that the uh, the amount of money made on game day is significant. No, I don't disagree with you on that. I'm just saying I think TCU looks at it from the standpoint that hey, we've got plenty of money here. We're we whether you come or you don't, it doesn't matter to us. I think TCU. That's that's the impression I get because anytime I've been to a TCU game, even even at the old stadium, mm-hmm. which basically is at the same spot, it's, only, it is the same spot. They just renovated it. Well, they they as was explained, they didn't to me, move Eamon Carter. The, the only thing that they did was that they, they left the grass field and everything else is well. New. They 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 renovated it. Yeah, they <laughs> basically blew it up and built a new stadium. I think they blew up three sides of it. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much everything. But anyway, the bottom line is, anytime I've been there, I've never seen a full house there. I've no. been there a number of times. No, but I mean, we've seen games where, I mean, that place looked like a ghost town, and I think where I think you, you could, could ensure that. I if, think where you could hurt you. You asked me this question, so yeah. I think where you could hurt them more is what you said at the beginning by by Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, and then sell those tickets to uh, your OU friends or your o- Oklahoma State friends. And put put but put OU butts in their seats and Oklahoma State butts in their seats. I think that's where you hurt TCU more. Yeah, because it it seems to me that because uh, I don't think buying Tarleton State or buying oh they're not going K State now the K State fans I, that there's a pretty good alumni base of, of K State fans yeah. in in the Dallas Fort Worth yeah. area that and those and that's a, that's a passionate fan base. Yeah, that's a passionate fan base. I think it'd be interesting to see who would travel more. Because when they play, when do they play Oklahoma? They play Oklahoma on the first, and then Oklahoma will play. You know, they have the OU Texas game on on the other side of the state fair. So, I don't know that the Oklahoma fans are going to go to Fort Worth twice. So, I would say buy Oklahoma State and buy K State and sell sell your tickets to those people. That's what I would say. The two the two state schools. I mean, I, I there, probably, there technically isn't a wrong answer. My answer is buy those tickets and then burn them and let their stadium be empty 
Uh, somebody says this: recruits care about playing in empty stadiums. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I I, I want that really? to look as okay. bad on TV as okay. it can possibly look. What what what's the number one thing? But right now, what's the number one thing that you think recruits care about? Well, what's how much nil? How, how much money am I going to get? Yeah, but they also care about playing in front of fans that care. They do. Well, they, I mean, at the end of the day, athletes are still humans, and and humans have a a innate need to perform in front of other people uh somebody asked this question on the yates flooring center chat line uh pump jack or cactus which lasts longer i think the cactus is going to take over the pump jack i think the pump I, jack let's, was let's, Cumbie. I, I, let's see how this season goes i would let's i'd say let's see how this season goes would, would the you, pump jack has a as a track record Okay, Pump Jack though is more associated with Sonny Cumbie than with Joey McGuire. But I think they've ad- adapted it. They've adapted it. They've embraced it. There's no question about it. But the cactus. You know what they have in the desert? That's Pump Jacks. They have Pump Jacks. You know, so those things can they can get this together. I know, but the 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 cactus. I mean, who knows? Maybe this will be a temporary deal. Maybe this is your weekend fling. I don't know. Weekend fling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chuck Hines, is this your you th- minx. Is this your summer oh, fling? Laura. Is this your summer <laughs> fling? And the pump jack is your uh, steady Eddie? Wow. Huh? Wow. Chuck is that Hines. what it is? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. I I agree with the texture here on the chat line. TCU absolutely cares about empty seats. I, I absolutely do because there's that, that actually, you know, ticket sales is one side of it. But, you know, that's why they sell you $8 beers, you know, or actually, sorry. Eight dollar cokes and twelve dollar beers. Twelve dollar beers and six dollar hot dogs and four dollar popcorns. Yeah, you can't do that if no one's there. Yeah, no, it's there's there's some uh, charge you twenty five dollars to park in this parking lot mm-hmm. five blocks away. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of people that are selling their parking spots. That's, right? that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If there's no one coming, there's no one to sell those parking lots, uh, those parking spots to. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that get affected when people don't show up. A lot no. of things get affected. People don't but, show but up. At t- but at TCU, they've they've got a lot of old wealth too, that I've never really seen them having to you know count their pennies to. They're not to it, to. It's send not their about them somewhere. It's not about that. Not about that. It's about butts and seats. No, I understand. I mean, they, I, mean I understand it's, it's what full you're stadiums. saying. I understand what you're saying there. I'm just saying in TCU's case, I've never seen them be poor. Cash poor. No, we never said anything about being cash poor. Yeah, I mean, there's a perception. Remember, TCU is trying to to you know establish themselves as a major player in the Big Twelve. Well, major players in the Big Twelve shouldn't have to you know uh, keep fans from buying tickets to overwhelm their stadium. Remember, TCU does not have Gary Patterson to um, to install that mentality they used to. They don't have that the. Uh, we're the big fish in the small pond of the Mountain West mentality they used to have and get recruits to come out and say, hey, be the big fish in, in, out here. Mm-hmm. They're now in the Big 12. They're competing with OU in Texas and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. I wonder State. what Sonny Dykes' take on this is. You know, I, I wonder if Sonny Dykes walked down to his recruiting quarter in his office and said, hey, I'm from that desert, you moron. Or, hey, this, this is what I would have expected. Said, kind of, just keep your mouth shut. Exactly. What did you think they were going to do? Why, why, why would you say anything? What were you thinking? Well, we haven't heard much from that guy since then. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't need to. I mean, we don't need to. The the, the match has been lit, right? Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, Chris the Dasher says they both last forever, just like tortillas. Somebody else says pump jack cactus. It should be the prairie dog. No. Oh, no. 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 No, for God's sake. Now, see, no if dog. he had wanted to insult us, he could, if he had said, all they got out there is prairie dogs, and they ought, I'd have been, I was like, dang it, he's right. Gosh, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, live, I live across the, the, right across 1585 from my house is a giant field with about 6,000 prairie dogs. And just don't bring any downtown with you. Oh, God. We got, we got away things. from the prairie dogs on uh, 98th Street. No, I hate those things. We don't have any prairie dogs downtown. They don't like the concrete. Good. That, that's good, yeah. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us this morning with Chris News in for Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Take your thoughts, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark hotline is open as well. 806-771-0973. Safe to say that uh, you're either... On one side or the other side on the Durant deal. Yeah, I'm going to read some text here in just a second. Uh, we'll have a, it, Astros baseball tonight. Astros in the swing and A's, 810 uh, from Oakland. Uh, first pitch about 835. Uh, Mariners play host to the Texas Rangers. 830 the broadcast time. First pitch, 905 uh, tonight from Seattle. Have you been? Have you ever been to Seattle? Uh, I, was, I was scheduled to officiate an XFL game. On back-to-back weeks in Seattle, the week the world ended. So the answer is no. No, the answer is no. Okay. Well, I've I've flown through Seattle. Okay, but he's not. I've never been, been to... in Seattle. No, but that's yeah. that's a that's a vacation destination I'd like to go. Okay. I think the dude bros are going to do that at some point. Think what the dude bros? The, the dude bros, my dude bros from high school. Go we had to a little. Seattle? Yeah. What would you do? I mean, did you go to the ball game. We go to the ball game. We'd go to the fish market and all that stuff. The, the touristy stuff. That's what we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't take your wives on these trips, do you? No, I, as, and and I can say because Jay's in San Antonio, and we went to San Antonio uh, before we went to. That Rio seems Dose. like a weird place for guys to go together. Uh, to me, Seattle seems like a place you'd take your wife, not a bunch of dudes going there together. It's four dudes. Uh, okay. Four oh, dudes. but you see, Jay says every time because we've been, we've we've asked about that bringing, seems that seems awkward. We we we've asked about bringing the wives along, uh-huh. and Jay says, "No offense, I go on this trip to get away from my wife." Okay. And they go on, you know, Jay and his wife don't have kids, and so they go on lots of vacations. And he says, I take this one to get away from my wife. Okay. Um, my thought would be that it would be more, I don't view Seattle as, as a place where, I, to me, I, I view other places that would be more manly. I mean, you can go to, you know, you, you could go to MLS. You could go to uh, 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 Mariners game. Because we do it in the summertime, so we can catch. You guys could go to the uh, go to the fish market. We can go to the the, the tower together. Go it? to the Space Needle. Space Needle, right? Space Needle. My pastor was up at the, at the Space Needle this weekend. Was he? Yeah, he's yeah. on his vacation. He took a picture at the top. Uh, this, um, if you guys won the lottery, the eight hundred million dollar lottery, what facility would you, would you have named after you at Tech? We already know Chuck would have the Heinz Bridge across. The university, LOL. No, it just goes across Indiana from the Womble to the United Supermarkets Arena, and it would it would be a place where the men's and women's basketball teams could could go um, right before the ball game, and we could have some kind of grand entrance across across there. Plus, it'd be, I mean, I, I've seen them going across in the you know the street and in wintry, blustery days, and I, they need a sky bridge. 
How do you feel about Snead Stadium at Rip Griffin Park at Dan Law Field? Um, no. Uh, I, I think you'd probably have to eliminate one of those. I ain't eliminating nobody. Yeah, Snead Stadium. Uh, somebody says this. The guy who hosts No Girls Allowed parties says Sneed's bro trips are awkward, LOL. I, I hosted it one time. Okay. One time we did that. That's almost, the text of the day. Almost 40 years ago. Almost 40 years ago. Okay. And we ended up with a condo full of women. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's the text of the day. Syntex uh, Hank says this. You can't find fault with Durant's behavior. After all, he is a Longhorn. Uh, somebody says this: lots of cool places in Seattle. Yeah, you guys yeah. can go have a coffee together. Uh, how about the How about the corner in Seattle that's got a Starbucks on every one of it? Yeah, the car trucks. Sorry, can't say that name. Car uh, this can't stand LeBron, but unlike KD, has never forced his way out and has always honored his contracts. What? <laughs> I didn't, uh, I'm pretty sure he forced his way out of Golden State, and I'm pretty sure he forced his way out of Brooklyn. Uh, he's forcing his way out of Brooklyn. He's, he's not out yet. He's not out yet. Say that. I think he's talking about LeBron yeah. honoring his contracts. He, he ah, is, okay. So he's okay. All right. I think. All right. I think you're all right. Okay. I thought. Back. Okay. I thought he was talking about Durant not honoring his contracts. Uh, this need, how did you do at the horse races? Did you bet on the horse races? <laughs> Let me tell you this. I don't, I, you know, you know how I feel about gambling. Okay. You know, Not necessarily. How do you feel about gambling? Okay. So my, my, my theory on gambling is this. I walk into a casino. I'm not allowed to do it actually, but I walk into a casino. I hand the first person I see $500. They kick me in the nether regions. I turn around and walk back out. I get the same feeling that everyone else has. Okay. <laughs> and I only spent like one minute there. Okay. Okay. So I, you know, everyone's up there uh, doing their horse, you know, going through all the stuff, you know, reading off jockeys and trainers and crap like that. And I'm just sitting over there. Okay, whatever. You know, finally, I run into one of the horse owners and he's got two horses running in the big races. Okay. And he's a Texas Tech guy. And in the, in the, uh, in the seventh race, he's got the number 10 horse, Miss Beth Dutton. And, it, and, and the horse is going to be wearing Texas Tech red and black silks with a masked rider on the back. Seems like a good bet I'm like, to me. I mean, I'm all in on that. Sure. That's what I'm going to bet. Okay? So I go up and I say, and I, and I, and I, this, is, this is my non-knowledge of this. I say, in the seventh race, give me $10 on the seventh horse. They've never heard that before. And, and so... Miss Beth Dutton wins by a nose. Oh, nice! Yep, went off at uh, went off at eight to one. Started at twenty to one when I when I got my bet. Went off at eight to one. Okay. I'm like, yeah, woo, wah, yeah. How much well, did you win? Nothing. Why? Because she heard uh, she heard the uh, number seven horse in the seventh race, and I didn't check my ticket. I said I said I I won the tenth horse in the seventh race. She, she said I heard seven. So I had a ticket that <laughs> said seventh horse, seventh, seventh, number seven horse, In who the, finished last. So, so you didn't win. I didn't you win. Clearly, clearly, I bet. And here's the deal: I, I, I bet ten dollars to win, so I would have won eighty bucks. I'm you would have. 
You would have. I would have won 80 bucks. But you didn't. But I didn't. Because you didn't clearly I won buckets. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. You I didn't. Clearly I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a gambler. I don't know how that all works. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, you know, people were talking about odds and stuff like that over there. Right. I don't know. This horse is great on this. You know, I don't know. This jockey keeps winning on this horse. All the black horses keep winning. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, it, I didn't win. Sorry. Bobby Hot Dogs asked this, Chuck, are you already in discussions with Kirby Hokut over the naming rights for the Skybridge? Uh, no, I am not, although Kirby did tell me once a couple years ago that uh, whenever I was ready to have that discussion to let him know, he'd be, he'd be available. That's great AD talk right there. <laughs> that is great AD talk. He put it right back in your court. He did. He did. <laughs> we can have that discussion when you're ready, I think is what he said to me. Yeah. I'm just not quite ready. I wonder what it would take to get your name on the Skybridge at the football stadium. It's going to take a check with two commas. It is, probably. And I, and I want to bet you the first number is not a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be a one followed by a zero. Well, that, that could be. Followed yeah. by a comma, then three zeros, then <laughs> exactly. a comma, then three zeros. I bet you $10 million would would get it. I don't have $10 million, though. I don't have a million to give them. Was it you always say, Chuck, that uh, in sales you have a chance to give yourself a raise every day? Right, yeah. I, yeah. You've been off for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, get out there and sell something. Uh, I'll do what I can. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to DoubleT973.com.